All right, Wayne Bettis here, the founder of the Off The Tools podcast. I just want to introduce you to our brand new sponsor, directplumbingsupplies.com. It is founded by a former tradesman who has set up his own plumbing and heating merchants. He has an online shop, which is obviously at directplumbingsupplies.com, and he delivers across the UK. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the show. Hello. All right. If you guys can hear, if, if there's anyone out there, um, this is literally the first time. So please bear with me. I am going to be getting used to settings. I'm going to be getting used to the settings, having a little play around. It looks like you can comment. And uh, if anyone wants to. Anyone wants to jump on, then you can raise your hand, I believe. So it's, it's a few minutes early, so I'm not sure if people get access to this, but let's just uh, relax, chill out and uh, see what's happening. Here we go. We've got Adam. So Adam's in. I'm hoping he can hear me. Uh, like I say, this is the first time we've an off the tools room. If you can hear me, Adam, can you? There should there should be like a little thumbs up button. Um, Carla as well, welcome, Carla. If anyone can hear me, can you please press the thumbs up button? I just did it, Carla. Okay, and now can someone test the comments? I'm just I'm going to put in hi. This is really strange because <laughs> I've got no one talking back to me. Right. Okay. Got two minutes till it's 10 o'clock. So in the meantime, I'm just going to be testing out a few features. So I've got Callin as well, Adam, Carla. Good to see you all. Okay, right, here we go. Hi, Wayne. They can hear me. Excellent. So you can all hear me. Like I say, this is very strange because there's no feedback coming back. I can't hear myself. I can't hear, obviously, you guys listening. But we've got two minutes to go, so we'll see if we get any more people come on. I'm going to invite some people to join just in case they have forgotten. If they haven't, I will crack on as soon as the clock hit 10. Hope everyone is having a fantastic day. I believe as well, the, I'm new to this, but I believe you can come out of it by pressing the little button at the top left, if you look at the top left, so you can minimize it, and it then becomes small. So you can still browse on Facebook and, and you don't have to, you know, be one. 100% focused and what's great for me the reason why I'm going to love doing audio rooms is because I can do it while walking around so currently I'm walking around my living room and I have to stick in one place I could be walking the dog and I could be doing a talk so for me it's perfect um right it's 10 o'clock we are going to get started the title of today's audio room 
is make more profit. Okay. Um, obviously, we all want to make more money. There's, there's uh, some of us want more time. Some of us want some freedom. But ultimately, you know, I think everybody that will be listening to this will, wouldn't say no to making a little bit more money in their in their pocket, a bit of extra profit. Uh, nothing I tell you today is going to blow you away, right? It's simple and effective strategies to increase profit. You've probably heard them before, right? My guess is you've probably implemented them at some point. My other guess is that you've probably stopped and not done it for a while. So I'm going to kick this off with the most obvious. So the most obvious way to increase profit is to raise your prices. Okay. Wow. Shock. Do you know, this is something I've never heard before. Someone might be saying never because, you know, you hear it all the time. Raise your prices. Raise your prices. What people don't say is, is how to do it. Okay. So when you raise your prices, especially right now, so especially right now, right now, obviously everyone's under pressure. Our prices, material prices are going up. You know, your food bill's going up. Everything's going up. So a lot of people will be sitting there being a bit nervous. If anything, it's the right time because you've got the perfect excuse. That's a separate point. But um, we've got to raise our prices. And there's three simple strategies. So within, so I'm going to be sharing three ways to increase profit. And within stage one of raising your prices, I'm just going to share a couple of methods that you could look to employ. Okay. So the first one is the baby step method. And what that basically apply, implies is you raise them gradually. So let's, for argument's sake, say you're at £70 for a service. Or, or yeah, we'll just use 70 pounds, it's easy. What you could do is you could start going to 75 pounds, okay? And then in six months, go to 80 pounds. And then in another six months, go to 85 pounds. This is the baby step method. And this is one way to sort of soften the, soften the impact to the client. Because obviously if you was to just jump straight up to 85, you, you do run that risk of of losing or pissing off a few customers. But ultimately, we're in business to make money. and It needs to be a profitable business. Uh, so you can't have too many feelings towards your customers' views. It has to make sense to you. Um, and I can pretty much guarantee if you're charging anything less than £85 per hour, then you 100% need to raise your prices if you're in more affluent areas, you should be pushing the 100 mark. And it might sound crazy. You might be listening, thinking I only charge 50 quid an hour. Honestly, okay, I was there one, once upon a time and felt I couldn't raise it to 60, you know, and then 70, then 80, then 90. We're now 97 pounds an hour. That's what we charge. So it's possible. And one way to do it is the baby step method. The next method, I call it the big balls method. And that is simply making a decision that from X date, that's it with the the prices are going up to whatever it might be. Okay. Um, that way is a bit more aggressive, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, um, you do run a little bit more of a risk of pissing people off. I've tried various different methods. There's no better or there's no worse. It's just what you feel comfortable with. Um, the most important thing is, is is that you start to look at it and you start to actually do something about it 
rather than bitch and moan that there's always too much month left at the end of the money. Um, repeat that, there's always too much month left at the end of the money. Um, we're in business to provide a lifestyle that we want and raising your prices obviously is, is one key method of that. So, so far we've discussed going up in baby steps and we've said about the big balls method. The third method is let the customer choose, all right? And that's that's a low, medium and high pricing structure on, on everything you can do. So this way you can make more profit. You can simply go to a customer and you can offer them service A for £60, service B for £70 and service C for £90. And each one of them, this is what I love about audio rooms, I'm now going to get a parcel from my front gate. So if you just guys bear with me two seconds. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers, bye-bye. Um, so you can basically give the customer the choice as to what they want to pay. And obviously at each level, you have to increase the value. So that's a whole different conversation, but it's certainly one of the strategies that you can use to, to knock that pricing structure up. So just to recap that section there quickly, the most quickest way to raise profit is to increase your prices. There's three ways that I recommend you do that, and that's through the baby step method, the big balls method, or the low, medium, and high method. Can anyone give me a thumbs up if that makes sense? Just to make sure that you're all actually at the end of this phone and I'm not just waffling to myself. There we go. There's one thumb. Excellent. We've got Gavin on as well. Welcome, Gavin. Mark. Aisha, I think that is. Sorry if I mispronounced it. So hello, guys. Uh, if anyone does wish to speak, you can. I believe there's a button somewhere where you can request to speak and then you'll join me on the top panel and we can have a conversation around this. So feel free if you do. Oh, someone has. Who's this? So this is Aisha. Let's get Aisha on just to see this. Like I say, this is all a test for me. So there you go. I have sent it the request. So you should have something to press that will bring you up to the top table. Let's have a look. Let's see if it works. I'll give I'll give that a few seconds to see if it see if it works. Invite to speak. Okay. Not sure that's working. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna move, move on. So we've covered the first step to increasing profit. Now we're gonna cover the second step, which is again, it's another simple strategy and it's not gonna blow you away. And you've probably thought about it but you probably haven't done it for a while, okay? And that is reduce your outgoings, okay? We, if you're earning, if your revenue is 200 grand a year and you can reduce your outgoings by, let's say, 5%, you know? That's a good few more thousand pounds in profit left in your business that can invest in training, that can go be withdrawn and pay for a holiday or whatever it might be. You know, there, there, there will be money left in your business if you can reduce your outgoings. And a few ways to do that is shop around a little bit. You know, you shouldn't, I, I personally don't always shop on price. There has to be a mixture of price, 
service and availability. They're the three points for me. But if you haven't price checked your suppliers recently, if you haven't looked around to see if anyone else is offering better services at, at, at better prices, then that's the first thing that you should be going off and doing is just checking because you might find that your current supplier, although they might cost you a little bit more, offer a brilliant service and you're happy. At least you've explored it. Or you could find that there's alternatives out there that are offering better prices and better services. Unfortunately, a lot of businesses get complacent. Okay. And complacency normally means that they put the prices up, the service drops, keep them on their toes, right? Even if you just price check them and go back to them and say, look, you know, I don't want to leave you, but these are the prices and the service that another supplier is offering. Can you can you bring something down? Again, because if you can save one or two percent of on your spend, that's thousands of pounds. So don't neglect these small savings because they make a massive difference over the year, over the three years, over five years. You imagine over five years being able to save one or two percent on your material costs. Okay, that's a that's a new car. That's a luxury five star holiday. Yeah? Put it into practical, real life situations. It's worth that hassle. And not another thing that you should be doing, and if you haven't done it, you should be going through your overheads. If you don't know what overheads are, that's not the point of this this discussion. But an overhead is basically uh, a cost to your business that comes out, you know, every month or every year, whether you make whether you're making money or not. So. I know personally that if I don't go through my overheads at least every six months, there's there's stuff in there that I'm no longer using. I remember I was paying £25 a month for a software subscription that I paid for three years and I logged in once. So I don't even know what that equates to. So what is that? That's 25 quid times 12, 24, 36 months. That's nearly £1,000 just in that one example that I literally just burn, okay? There will be thousands of pounds that you're paying out for things, whether it be an insurance that you forgot you had that you wouldn't even you know, know where to claim on, whether it be a package that you signed up to ages ago, whatever it might be, shaving these off are gonna give you the ability to make more profit, okay? and you've got to remember we're in business to make money and make and build a sustainable business so these are these are things that you have to do if you don't you're just getting fatter and fatter as a business and that means that you're you're either earning less or you're having to work harder to stay in the same position okay give me a thumbs up if that's all making sense can i get a thumbs up guys let's go Let's pick this energy up. <laughs> it's so strange just talking with no feedback coming back, knowing that people are listening. Obviously, I've recorded podcasts countless times on my own, but no one's listening live on them. Whereas in this, it's like I can scratch my head, I can not move around. There's no, there's no camera, which is fantastic. I absolutely am loving this. Can someone? Oh, people have written in the comments. Sorry. That's actually really good that you can do with this and still, yeah. How you doing, Kyla? Right, does anyone, gonna before I move on to another step, if there's anyone want to jump on quickly and ask any questions around what we've spoken about so far? 
So just to quickly recap, we've talked about raising our prices. We've talked about reducing our outgoings. As I stated at the very beginning of this talk, nothing I'm saying today is going to blow you away. Hopefully, that that the the, the reason I've, I've done this live is selfishly one to test it to see see how it works, um, and two, basically to give you a kick up the ass, right? And we know we're all busy, okay? Don't but don't wear that busy badge with honor, okay? Don't use it as an excuse. You've got to find the time for this sort of stuff because if you don't, it escalates. So no one else, no one wants to jump on and ask a question. So I'm going to move on to strategy three of uh, increasing profit. And that is upsell. For those that don't know what I mean by upsell, it's where you start off at, let, let's, let's, use a, let's use a story, okay? You go, you go in to a suit shop, right? And you're going in there to, to buy a tie. The gentleman or, or lady serving you, you know, helps you, advises you, you know, makes you really welcome. And then she gets the tie that you want and you try it on, you're like, yeah, that's, that's really nice. That's brilliant, lovely. And then she might say, oh, would you like to look at the uh, tie clips that we that we offer? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, you end up picking up the tie clip and thinking, hey, I've got to have a tie clip to clip on the shirt, make myself look nice and organized. And then, then the next question might be, Oh, sir, do you know, we've got these beautiful cufflinks that match the uh, tie clips. Would you like to have a look at them? Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. They're right up my street. You know, they're, they're gold, they're silver, they're shiny, they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, do you know what? I think I'll have that. Then oh, but I'm, I'm going to need a shirt now because I haven't got a cufflink shirt. Before you know it, you end up buying loads of stuff where you in, originally went in and just bought a tie. Okay, that's upselling. And it's a strategy that everyone, everyone uses. And another example is you go into McDonald's. Can I get a uh, Big Mac meal, please? Yes, would you like lunch? Yeah, that, that simple question made McDonald's tens, if not hundreds of millions of pounds over the course of McDonald's life. A simple question. Would you like to go large? Yeah. What can you go large on in your business when you're there uh, doing a service? Right. Can you offer something on the day that can upsell? Because the cost of that job is the same. Exclude materials. You've traveled there. Right. You've 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 had the time and hassle of booking that job in, etc. All the overheads are, are covered. So anything that you make on top while you're there is pure net profit, excluding any material cost, you know, which I'm going to come to a couple of examples in a second. Um, so it is the most profitable way to make more money in a business because you've already, all your spend, all your costs are already absorbed into that job. So you're effectively getting a free hit at the, at free swing at the, at the ball. Uh, things that we do in our business, for example, are inhibitors. So if my engineer is there for a service, we will offer the customer the option to have inhibitors added to the system for £25. Their chemicals cost us a tenner. It's an extra 15 quid in the bin for, what, two minutes work. Simple as that. OK, that is one option. We do uh, carbon monoxide alarms. So, again, when we're there on a service, 
we notice that there, there's no carbon monoxide alarm or if it's out of date, again, 25 quid, 30 quid. I can't remember what our current price is. I think it's 30. Um, and we buy them in at about 12, 13 quid, I think. Uh, so again, it's another 15, 20 quid odd in pure net profit, okay? And you imagine, it might not sound a lot, right? But you imagine you do three of them a day, okay? So let's, let's, just, let's just say you can upsell 20 quid three times a day, right? That's 60 quid. Is everyone with me? Thumbs up if you're with me. Just making sure everyone's understanding where I'm going with this, all right? You do that three times a week, okay? You do this, say, 40 weeks of the year, right? That's just added nearly seven and a half thousand pounds of profit, not revenue, profit to your business. What would you do with an extra seven and a half grand this time next year for pretty much no extra effort, right? You know how hard it is to fit a carbon monoxide alarm. You know how hard it is to pour some inhibitors in the tank, okay? There, there's a wide range of upselling things that you can do. Another thing which I see so, so often, and it really gets on my nerves, is the, the looking for other work, all right? And bear with me, my throat's sore. Having a drink, sorry, guys. Is the, the looking for other work. And what I mean by that is if you're at, I'm going to use Mrs. Smith, you know, we've all got Mrs. Smith, nice old biddy, lives on her own, husband died, you know, so she's living there on her own, she deals with everything, getting a bit frail now, you've looked after her for 10 years or so. Uh, you're there servicing her boiler, you notice that she, yeah, she's getting a bit older now. You know, it took her a bit longer to get to the door. She's struggling to follow you upstairs to the airing cupboard and, and et cetera, et cetera. And you, you're there to service the boiler. There is, you notice that the stopcocks in the airing cupboard are all corroded and not working, for example, okay? That is an upsell opportunity, right? Because the whole point of the valves are to advert an emergency. So whether it's stopcock, whatever, whatever it might be, if they won't work, if you're having to use your grips on them to turn them off, right? Do you think Mrs. Smith, the old old biddy that probably can't even reach them in the cupboard, is going to be able to turn them off should she need to? No, of course she's not going to. So offering them the option to get this work done in the future simply by just providing them a quote for the work. That's all you have to do. You don't have to be Mr. Bertie Big Bollocks Italian salesman, you know who I'm referring to, to push them over the line. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying create work and, and, and rip people off. I'm trusting that, <laughs> that you're honest and, and you have integrity. You know, I can't, I can't teach honesty and integrity. I'm just assuming that you guys or girls have got that. But by offering a quote for something that is going to help them, right? Like a sure stop valve, okay? A sure stop valve is like a light switch for the water. So basically it literally flicks on and off in case I've got other trades in here that aren't plumbers. And obviously I come from a plumbing and heating background. If you're a sparky carpenter, whatever, the principles are all the same. I'll try and find a few more examples a bit later on in the talk, but a sure stop valve, right? If you don't sell that old lady a sure stop valve, right? And then she has a, a leak two weeks later, 
because she never heard of a, a shore stop and she hasn't been able to turn the water off and now her whole house is flooded, right? Who's right and who's wrong? The guy that sold her a shore stop valve for 150 quid to alleviate a potential pain and problem in the future or you for not offering it to her, yeah? I'm not, again, I'm not saying twist their arm and freaking take them to the bank and, and get them to withdraw the cash for you. What I'm saying is present solutions to potential problems, right? You go for the bar. Another example. I could talk about this all bloody day and I'm really passionate about it. So because it winds me up because we leave so much money on the table. But you go for a toilet, for example, in a customer's house. Right. And you notice that the bathroom rad is rotted to hell. OK. Send them a quote, even even if. Right. I know a lot of you will be nervous about trying to sell to a customer, but we're in business. We have to sell. Even if. That is the case, right? The first thing you could do is you don't even necessarily have to mention it to them in the house. You could take the measurements. You could write an email when you get in the van, extra couple of minutes, and just say, whilst we was at your property, we noticed that this radiator was uh, in poor condition. It would cost £220 to supply and fit a new one. I just thought I would give you the price and give you the option should you wish to take me up on that, right? Guys, honestly, if you're not doing this, you might have already you might be doing it. But my my gut instinct is, is that you have either never thought of doing this or you've done it a few times and then you forget and you get busy and you you, you get back to normal. So normal, so to speak. Give me a thumbs up if one of them is true for you. Oh, okay. So maybe you are all doing that. Oh, no, no, we've got a thumb up. So Max gave me a thumb up. Excellent. Okay, I've lost my train of thought now, stopping. I think I've got to keep keep going. Uh, is everyone enjoying this so far? Let's 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 get some thumbs up and some, is there love hearts? I don't know if you can do love hearts or comments. Let's have a look in the comments. If anyone doesn't want to ask a question on air, you can write it in the comments, okay? I just realised that. I didn't realise... There we go. Lots of, oh, there is love hearts. Get in. Oh, Wayne loves it. Oh, yes, get in. It's just the same. I love a love heart. Makes me feel warm and makes me feel loved. Okay, so, so far then, we have discussed raising our prices with three little methods and strategies to, to do that. We've discussed reducing our costs. We've, we've discussed upselling, which I think I think I want to go a bit deeper on, if that's okay, because the opportunity with upselling is literally mind blowing. Because let's use, let's use, it looks like, looking at the names in here, okay, it looks like it's heating dominated. That's, that's my gut instinct is, you know, Max, Callin, Mark, Adam, John, um, I know you guys, I think. So um, I'm going to focus around boilers here, for example. Everyone I speak to as a coach, you know, you know, I do my coaching. Um, got a new program starting called The Alliance very soon. Just hook me up, message me if you want to get involved. Um, sorry for the little plug. <laughs> you know, you've got to be a cheeky salesman. Um, we all, most of us want more boilers because of the profit margins in a boiler. It's a nice, easy day or two days job. Bish, bash, bosh. Bit of big, big lump of money hits the bank account. Fantastic, right? And we all, a lot of us will be looking for ways to get more boiler leads so we pay through google ads or whatever it might be 
and we get that boiler installed. Fantastic, excellent, right? How many of you then, that's it, isn't it? Okay, you've done your boiler install, you're happy. The potential in that customer, let's say for argument's sake, you, you bought the lead from rated people for 50 quid, you've bought five leads, but you've only got one job. So that's in, in essence, that one's cost you 250 quid. You do the boiler install, you charge 750 quid. So you've made about 500 quid profit on, you know, on that scenario, right? That is for the most. Do you know, if I was to do that in my business, I'll just run you through the steps that would happen. So if we bought the leads, again, I'm going to use the same example. Say we say we bought five leads at 50 quid, only managed to sell to one of them, which would be about industry standard, one in three, one in four, one in five, somewhere around that. I'm going to use one in five just to make the numbers a little bit more drastic. You, so you, if you just leave it as that boiler install, you've made 500 quid. Great. Okay. You've made a return on your, your money. In my business, not only would we have done the, the boiler install, right? When we were there doing the install, we would have scouted for other work. So we'd have scouted out if there's taps broken, if there's valves that need changing, uh, if there's radiators that are dodgy, anything like that. Okay. And more importantly, we would have upsold in one of our service plans. Okay. Which is, um, for those that don't know, a service plan is uh, like what British Gas do. You can do it too. Okay. I've got a whole training course on it. A lot of you guys actually in here have done the training course. Um, so you, you should know what I'm on about there. But we would have sold the service plan first. They do, we do wide varieties because, and do you know why? Because I'm looking at the lifetime value of that customer. Okay. As an industry, tradesmen in particular are short sighted. We just want that quick fix, that quick, quick cash in the bank. Yeah. That quick sale. Whereas I've got a totally different outset. I, will sacrifice the, the short term for the long term. And what I mean by that is I look for the lifetime value. And the lifetime value is how much money is that customer going to spend with you over their lifetime of working with you. So factor that in to your upselling and your your increasing your profits. It's so important that that you can that you switch your mind from this short sightedness to the long sightedness because it literally changes your perception on everything. Okay. So um, what we spoke about there. So I went off on a little tangent there. You know what I'm like. Anyone that, that has spoke to me or, or worked with me as a coach, you'll know I like to I like to waffle on a little bit sometimes. We've been going half an hour. Bloody hell already. Thank you for everyone that's that's still on. Um, I'm just looking through. I did make a few notes, but I'm actually sitting down now. That I'm actually haven't looked at. While I'm looking at this quickly, just give me a thumbs up to make sure the, that you're all there and the engagement's good while I just make sure I've not missed anything off. So we've done raising your prices, reducing the outgoings and upselling. So they, they were the three main points. Um, I'll just do a very quick recap on important ways to increase profit. So number one, raise your prices. Please, if you've got any questions here about raising your prices, just honestly, just ask. It's, it's really important that, you're, that you put your hand up and ask because 
if it doesn't make sense, that's the whole point I'm doing it, yeah, is, is to make it make sense. So number two is reduce your outgoings. Some strategies, let's let's just dig in there. We, we sort of, we're quite quick in this section. So the first thing, if you want to try and reduce your outgoings, the first couple of things that you should be going off and doing, whether it now or tomorrow or this week, is listing your overheads if you haven't already, okay? So go through your bank statements and look at what you're actually spending, okay? You try so hard to earn it, let's, let's try and earn, let's try just as hard to keep it because you can make 10 million, you could earn 10 million quid, but if you spend 999 million, 999 million, was it worth it? No, you know, it's how much money we keep that is important. So list your overheads, uh, that's stage one, and compare prices and service would be number two. So go go out and do them, do them, and you will make some gains. You You will start to make some profit. Obviously, we spoke about upselling massively, so I'm not going to go back into that. I think half an hour, I think half an hour is long enough for this, to be honest. So this was a fantastic little test for me. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have found it informative. If you have got any questions, please raise your hand now. You can either ask me verbally, so you can jump on and your face will be at the top next to mine, and we can have a have a conversation as if we're on the phone or you can write it in the comments. I will give you all 30 seconds to decide if there is any questions that you have. In the meantime, make sure you go and check out my podcast, Off The Tools Podcast, search it on Spotify. Make sure that if you are part of the Trades Growth Summit, I hope you've really enjoyed it. It was fantastic being involved, but you need to actually watch and listen to the content. So make sure you put time away to do that, all right? So it doesn't look like we've got any questions. It looks like Carla's my new biggest fan. So thank you, Carla. You've been keeping the engagement up. Um, I'm going to try and work out how I end. I don't know how to actually leave the room. Sorry, guys. Anyone know how to leave the room? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, there. Right, that's it. Okay, I'm out. Uh, hopefully, there's a recording of this. So, if you have listened to the recording, keep an eye out. There's going to be lots more of these coming. For the guys and girls that are in here right now, thank you. I've really enjoyed that. And uh, if you have enjoyed it, please share it with people. See you later. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I just wanted to pull it out there for anyone listening that I offer business coaching, but also life coaching. My life is centered around something called the free B's, which stands for body, business and balance. When you work with me as a coach, we tackle all three aspects of life. So you as an individual, body, mindset, health, fitness, knowledge, education, Business B obviously stands for your business, improving, maximizing opportunities, elevating, making more money. And balance stands for your for friends, family, loved ones, you know, making time for everything in your life. And the free B's is the core element to that. If you'd like to learn more, I would ask you to reach out to me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you might be consuming my information. Um, or you can email me directly at wayne at 
offthetools.co.uk. I'm here waiting to assist you to elevate across all aspects of life. Have a good one. No excuses. Let's go.